You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. I want to read something from Daniel chapter 5. Let's start from verse 11. This is someone's testimony of a man. So, uh, this uh, story is remarkable. The Bible says, Daniel chapter 5, verse 11, Then there is a man in thy kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. In the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him. Whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, I say thy father, made master of magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayer. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, he will show the interpretation. Chapter 6, verse 1. The next chapter, you know, it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom and 120 princes which should be over the whole kingdom and over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first. This Daniel again. Verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because, let's read the next word together, because of us. Hallelujah. Let's Shout that word. Say, excellent spirit. spirit. Say it again. Hallelujah. (laughs) The queen, the the, the first part of the story that we read, happened when a finger wrote on the wall, and everybody was confused over what was written, when they saw Mene Mene Taka Oprasin written on the wall. And uh, they did not turn to something else that night. And then they began to say that, who will tell us the meaning of this? So when the king was troubled... The queen just came to the palace and he said that don't be bothered, though. He said, There is a man in your kingdom. Inside that man is the spirit of the gods. Of course, that was as far as she knew. She didn't know, Je- she didn't, she didn't know Jehovah God himself. She didn't know anything about the Almighty God. She only knew the God that they served. So she said, The spirit of the gods was inside Daniel. And she said that excellent spirit of wisdom. She said, Interpreting of dreams, showing of our sentences, dissolving of doubts. Inside one man. <laughs> I don't intend to speak for long today. We have a, a, a dedication. And then, you know, you have a whole lot of message to listen to from all the uh, uh, speakers. I said, I told them for service. I finished the message within 25 minutes for service because... Um, so I'm trying not to speak for long also. So go listen to all the messages we read. And then next week we start proper preaching. I'm not uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm still basking in the fury of the anniversary. Amen. 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 And then sleep is waiting all over my face. People have been telling me this morning that you look tired. Yes, I look tired. But they they shall mount up with twigs. <laughs> that doesn't mean you know Anyway, let's give her to Amen. So whenever I stop, I stop today. But I want to get something across to you because what to listen to will shape how you think. How, how you think will determine what you can achieve in this world. 
Jesus Christ, our Lord, never made small and simple statements. Jesus looked like he looked at ordinary farmers and probably market women that came for his crusade. And he said, you are the light of the world. It's amazing that God does not show a man how dirty and how weak a man is. He tells a man that in the midst of your dirtiness, in the midst of your death, in the midst of your weakness, there is a strength in you that you can lay hold of and bypass all the weaknesses in your life. When God sees a, a weak man, he sees strength in the man. So Gideon was hiding from the Midianites. An angel stood in front and he said that, Mighty man, how are you? And Gideon said that, Are you talking to me or are you talking about something, someone else? It's amazing how God thinks of a man. And he told the same Gideon that with 300 men you can conquer the entire land. So we are looking at a similar situation here. Jesus said to those guys, that is Matthew chapter 5 in verse 16. Then he began to say that you are the light of the world from verse 14. Can you imagine the Son of God, the Master of Heaven, and are standing before uh, farmers and saying to them that you are the light, not that you are going to be. You are the light of the world. I want to say the first thing that, the first point I want everybody to get today, there is more to you than what you are seeing. And in these last days, I attended a leader, one conference during the week. You know, for me, it's been from Wabet to anniversary, then to another conference. God will help me uh, this week, you know. One conference, after, the, the one I attended, Obi exactly was told to speak at some other and then she talked about women getting into politics. Oh, I was blessed. Of course, in between the message, she began to cry. And let me say this straight away. Romans chapter 8, verse 19. The endless expectation of the creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Because you are the light of the world, not the light of the church. If we don't get involved what is happening out there, you will never have a leader that will get it right. Those who will get it right are those who have excellent speed, and those who have excellence are the ones who are seated here. The mistake the body of Christ has made, which many churches are realizing now, when Esu Revival came, it came with a mistake of telling people to only focus on worshiping in the church and abstain from politics. Now that thing is being, now is uh, politics in the hands of wrong people now, and they can make a policy that can stop everything churches are doing. This is the time for the right people to rise and start getting. I'm not going for presidency alone. Look, over 2,000 saints should rise up and go to different places. Offices where policies are being made. Christians are needed. But not only in government politics. I, told, uh, well, I just told Ogan uh, on Friday. I didn't know they had the drama uh, presentation. Okay, that's Ogan over there. So I was reading in the office and around 11 hours, I just told him in the night. I said, you know what? I came inside there and I saw they were having a drama the other year. And I said, that, you know, this is my plan. That very soon, I'm looking at the next two months or so, that I'm going to give you guys two, three million. I wanted to do it. All guys write for things. He's one of the best writers in the country. And I said that I want you guys to do a movie that will be the talk of the town. They've done, all our short videos are fantastic. And I said, don't do a Christian movie. Thank God for Manzion, they're already doing that. Do a movie that will be the movie. But then, give people quality values. Real values. Of, you understand what I'm saying? Once you make it a Christian film, you separate all the non-Christians from it. But there's a way you can have a movie. Ebola and Austin Peters just did one for Ebola. The story of the North that survived Ebola. She won an award in New York. That's what we are talking about. She was a platform to speak. She's a solid Christian. Let your light so shine. Ah! Are you following me? You know, one of the things we need to bear in this new year, let mediocrity die. And it's because people are limited. 
And this is where this thing is. That's why it's creating problem in the country. People are limited to not thinking beyond what to eat and drink. When you are conditioned to that situation, innovation will be very scarce and expensive for you. But Christians haven't, because we have a kingdom that can't shake. Let's start thinking about this thing. Hallelujah. Honestly, when I was in, when I was in Vesso Ibadan, because I used to play lawn tennis and I used to play football, you know, and one day, I was the president of the entire Christian body in UI, over 33 different fellowships, but I used to go and play ball with all these boys, and then I realized, I kept asking that, so we are the Christians. We like hiding in prayer meetings and in places. You must be a prayer meeting, but when we finish praying, when we share the grace today, between now and Friday, where are you going to be? This spirit is in you. This excellent spirit will get to that in a while. If we don't today, another day, it will not manifest until there is a task standing before you. Have you ever realized, sir, that everybody, that if Daniel stayed back in Babylon, in Israel, wouldn't be hearing about him? He was a prince and he was captured. It was when they captured him and they took him to Babylon that these things started coming out. These things are inside everybody, but they won't come out until you face some major responsibility. Until there is a dream bigger than yourself that is driving you, then the thing will start coming to the surface. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Make up your mind to be so great. To be so big. Now, let's read that, that Matthew chapter 5. Then we come back to this, Daniel. Look at what Jesus said. Let your light so shine before men. Mm. That they may see what? When you say to men out there, I am Holy Ghost, I'm a Christian, uh, that doesn't exactly mean anything to them. Until, let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works. There must be something about you that they can see that convinces them of a God or the God that they cannot see. That surely God is at work in you. Let your light shine that they may shine before that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Everybody say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus. My, life my life will bring glory, will bring glory. to God, God by good works that will be seen in my life. It gets to a point that there is nothing committed to your hand that can ever fail. This is the kind of mindset that believers should have. That if they ask you to undo something, now we will go through the Bible to see that this thing is what God has given to every saint. So I'm just laying foundation today. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. I want, to, I want to show us something from the second, second Timothy 1. This is our inheritance. But either we've not been taught on how to look at it, or we've not been working in what we've been taught. Paul said this to Timothy. Now, just Jesus said, let your light. So Jesus didn't say, pray that you have light. He had passed that level. He was telling them that there is a light in you. He first of all said, you are the light of the world. He now said, let your light so shine. That means it's not up to God. It's up to you. Are you with me? Oh, when we are through with this stuff, you will step out there and start doing things. Honestly, you start knowing that even if they ask you to claim someone's chair, that the testimony of God, God lives in you. Your work is an expression of the grace of God upon you. The way you talk, the way you do things. This is what I'm going to say to everybody. When you start asking yourself to learn, to read, some things that you are going to learn, you will learn from non-Christians. 
When they brought Daniel and the rest of the guys to Babylon, they taught them Babylonian language. There is a language this world is speaking. See, sometimes believers deceive themselves on many things, but you all use internet and all those things. Listen, there are things they learn out there that you have to learn also. When they taught Daniel Babylon, they were Jew, they were Jews, they were they were supposed to be speaking Hebrew language. But when they taught them Babylonian language, they learned it also. Daniel learned science and he became the best in it. Until one day Nebuchadnezzar bowed down to Daniel and said that your God is the Almighty. It should be the goal of every Christian. To be so good at what you do that men will applaud your God because of what you do and come to meet him. Hallelujah. Are you following me? And we have to set our mind this way. The society is waiting for us, but the problem is that a lot of... See, I, I, I will even say this, that if a, if a Christian says he wants to be the governor of this state, and I know he's a spiritual Christian, if I don't notice a name capacity to govern, I won't vote for him. You can be a good man, but you might not be competent in what you want to do. There are two different things. And when you are not competent and you go for something in the name of a good man or a Christian... At the end of the day, you will mess up the testimony of God more. One of the things that believers don't want to get into is the aspect of, I've told you before, are you running a news show or the rest? Do you listen to CNN? Because of the way the world has been computerized, now you have to realize that your competitors are not in Nigeria anymore, they're all over the world. And whatever you want to start, think, look, think the world, think the world, think the world, think the world, think the whole world, and don't think a local environment. We are not local champions. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you following me? And we must be conscious of this always. So when Paul was going to say this, look at the way he said it. He was talking to Timothy, a young, his young protege. And he said, For God has not given us the spirit of fear. So where you see fear, intimidation, that's why it's not God. He said, But of what? What's the next one? And what's the next one? Put your hand there. Say, I have a sound mind. Ability to make quality decisions. Say one more time. I have a sound mind. I have the ability to make quality decisions. Say one more time. I have a sound mind. Whatever comes from this mind is sound. Shout Amen. amen. Uh, <laughs> let's check something. Second Kings, no, First Kings, actually, First Kings, chapter ten. I want to show you something. Paul John looked at Timothy and said, "God has not given us the spirit of intimidation or power." Of love and of a sound mind. Mm. I'm not saying I agree with him or I do agree with him in any way, no, but my, my, my brother is very close to Pastor Bakar and he told me, even before Atiku declared that he would be running, before he said anything, he came to his house in GRE, Pastor Bakar said to tell him. And one day my brother went to see him and was talking about all kinds of people he saw with him. And the day I was going to talk to my brother, I started sharing with him about, I disagree with him on some doctrinal stuff, but I started sharing with my brother about what is called excellent spirit. And now when he was in redeemed, he started learning certain scriptures, 
and he started thinking the word beyond where he is right now. That's why every five will run to come and meet him. Every time he calls him from Cardinal, you know, say that, Pastor, what do you think about it? Last time he went to see the president, he said, When he entered, the president stood up and said, My pastor, my pastor. That's, a, that's president. He said, There is a way. Now, he doesn't, I'm not trying to play point or say whether someone, no, that's not the point. But that, what I'm saying is that when this light is at work in you, you command respect in every quarter. And I've said it before, this was what uh, this guy said that time. The first TV station that was supposed to help Michael Jackson with Thriller, that first video that he did, when he came up with Thriller, uh, that's, that he was dancing with the ghost, and it was not done like that initially. The TV station told, them, told him and his guys that it was an abomination for them to play the song of a black man. And instead of him getting angry, somebody told him that excellence is the answer to racial discrimination. That if you have a song and a video that there is none like it, they have no choice. So he went back and he said, that, what haven't they seen before? Somebody dancing with the ghost and everything. They got the idea, went to dance and then took it to another station. That new station that accepted it became more popular on Thriller than the other station and the other station went out. Tell me when we were growing up in those days. They used to have people they call radio Nick. We used to repair radio. Now we don't use radio again. If that was all the skill that... <laughs> they don't use disquettes. Honestly speaking, it takes a lot of time for people to realize that the world is moving very fast. And that the world is not you. Or not limited to you. If they are moving and you are not moving, you will be where you are. And they will leave you. I asked my mechanic the other time, when I was growing up in Abilta, some of the lo- local people there, it was a common thing that after primary school, they would go and join, they, they call it Meko, go and join mechanic workshop. And there was a large one at the outskirts of Abilta, where you see them walking, you see secondary school, so they walking to school, you see them also going to mechanic village. And one or guy who had 13, 14 mechanic boys under him, you see all of them, several of them. But the, my colleague mechanic was telling me that nowadays, and you know, they used to pay to learn the training, to learn it then. And then they would do freedom. And he told me that now, you have to pay for boys to stay with you. <laughs> it has changed. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> is, somebody, is somebody listening to me? Are you, are you following me? Systematically, they are already telling us the number of registered voters in one particular part of the country is far more than the other parts. What are they telling you in advance? The question is that when you hear this, you either get angry, abuse them, or do you have a plan? And it's becoming popular. That's what God is asking church now that, okay, fine, these people have an agenda, this one have this one, this one want to do. It is true. Some of those speculations are true. Some are not true. But the question is that, so as a church, all churches together, what is our own agenda and plan? If you have no personal plan, you will follow other people's plans. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. There are men of integrity everywhere in the country. Anytime they attempt to get into this, this system will frustrate them. Until they will come together, there will be like 2,000, 3,000 and enter different places at the same time. And know each other. That's how they can. If one goes alone, no matter the level it goes to, the system will frustrate the person. But you need about 5,000 people to make up their minds to enter together. One house of red, one senator, one local, one councillor, 
one in uh, this office, that office, or even some office that are just merely uh, for, uh, 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 not uh, political offices. Or people enter like that, head of last man, head of this one, head of that one, together, that they can make it. And Christians can sit down and have a dinner, and each church, especially the larger churches, can give 1,000 faithful people. From this one, from that one, from winner, from this, from Catholic, from 1,000 people, each one, sit down and let's talk. What are we doing? And this, are, we are not saying men who can pray alone, men who, are, who understand governance. They understand what it takes. We have many of them. Number one, the body of Christ will never unite. That's the number one problem. Number, so we have, the, we have them everywhere. Personally, I know some. Some of them don't even pray, but they are wonderful Christians. They can, they are competent. They've been trained. They can do this thing. That's why, if we don't start doing things like the movie that I told this guy, all our young people want to go into music, movie industry, will be forced to bow to the God of this world before they are given any significant role. I heard Shola Shubu saying it also that what helped her, said, I learned that girls, they asked for sex and before they can give you any good role. But her husband was rich and they entered with their money because the rich answers roughly. When they do allow you some quarters and you have money, you allow yourself. If you say you want a role, they don't give you a role, somebody asking you for sex for a role. You can get the best producer in, time, time, in town. Say, I want to pay you 10 million. Produce a movie and make me the lead actor. Otto? That's the Bible says money answers all things. Where there is money, there is a way. Where there is a will, there is a way. But if there is a will and you are broke, there is no way. <laughs> Solomon thought about that statement carefully when he said that money answers all things. It is true. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Honestly. Reverend Sam prayed that prayer when he came and I'm telling you, many of you will fund politics when the time comes. Amen. Not for selfish, because you want to set people free. The first and foremost thing, if you don't do anything, if you don't do anything, my, I called uh, um, about some days ago, they had an election in my estate, an ordinary estate. It looked like, local, it looked like state election. And so, somebody told me that, you know, in my essay, we had about four senators living there. All the four of them were present. They didn't pass, they just came to overlook to supervise the whole process and everything. So, my uncle is one, that's Senator Mamura. So, when the whole thing, because I just called him last night, I said, Uncle, they said you were there also, that, because I didn't vote, I was not around actually that day. So, I called, I said, I was, and then he said, Yes, yeah, so, you know, I said, the guy that won told him, came to his house and told him, ah, that I never knew. You know, he said, Gentleman, professional, that I didn't, that I didn't know the election could be that tough. So I was telling my uncle, when they went to the fair together, what he went through. And my uncle told me that, he said, I've always told you guys, that you don't understand. He now said, look, you are complaining what you went, what did you go through? That you had an election within an estate with civilized people. He said, the whole estate is not up to one, one quarter of a ward in local government. He said, me, I'm telling you. He said, did you, my uncle said, he was asking that, did you meet somebody who told you that if you, see, if you don't settle us now, we will stab you to death. He said, that's why. He said, did you meet somebody who, that, he said, did anybody tell you that, see, there's a charm on me, I will hit you with it now, you'll die right now. If you don't, he said, these are the things we'll face with local boys when we do politics. These local boys are being controlled by some people. They don't understand the future you are talking about. It is all of you on the internet who are talking about New Nigeria. New Nigeria means nothing to some people. What, what you understand about New Nigeria is new money. Give me 5K. And until some guys will rise 
and muzzle those people. They will follow the highest bidder. So if you don't do something about them, with all your good plans, you'll go down. So you are talking grammar. We want to build you airport here. What is airport to him? He's not interested in traveling anywhere. <laughs> so that wakes up in the morning, sits outside, takes Malaga and the rest. What is airport to that kind of person? And you know, when they are to kill voting from morning till night, when there is an opera, many of you, you run away. But these boys will stand. Until something is done about that, don't expect any progress in the nation. That's why individuals will have to rise. There used to be somebody in a particular place in Southwest, many of you will know, that thousands will come and eat Amala in his house. And after eating the Amala, whatever is said, manifesto doesn't work in Nigeria. It is Godfatherism. You read all the things you want to do. We are going to give you light. We are in the first place. Do they, <laughs> do they need light? <laughs> so you are not asking important questions. <laughs> are you with me? I'm just saying that this is why great people will have to arise. And you don't need to go for an office. On your street, be known as a Christian. Not the, ones, not the one that only prays, but do you reach out to people? I have found out that area boys are the easiest to win their loyalty is very easy. Stop whining or bypassing them. See, Jesus taught us all these things in the Bible. For instance, simple greeting, it matters a lot. And you know one thing about this, but once they have known you, they've known you. They are usually very loyal. Very, very loyal. When you pass by them, you whine your car, you don't want to talk to anybody. This, the time has come that the values we've learned in the church, we should start planting them on the society. Anywhere I have stayed, I'm not afraid of walking to go and meet the local guys there. Down to the people on this way, I shake hands with them, and it doesn't cost anything. The day Pastor Charles was getting burnt, it was the most notorious guy that called him in the night. Because he had this number. And the way he said, he said, Pastor, Church Angel, no, soon. And he ran, he ran, and he made the guy there, already doing the little he could do. Why call the pastor? You know, they don't speak with respect, but that's, that's loyalty. So your church is burning, you are sleeping. <laughs> and the pastor drove there and made the guy walking. Loyalty. <laughs> you are the light <laughs> of the world. There are many of you who stop by to talk to these people. It's already a wonder to them. You are the light. What we do is to be shining on each other's faces in the church. And Jesus doesn't need that. You are the light of the world. This excellent spirit in you will work. I will give you a story and then I will, I will keep to close. You know, I want, I want to read about Solomon. I arranged. When I was serving an NPC in Kaduna, I, I've said the story here before. There was a time for three months they didn't pay us. And all of us were hungry. And nobody said anything. Even though God asked the way of taking care of his own people. I've always known that God loves me so much. He cares. There was this lady. She was so saucy, so naughty and saucy. Really. She was one of the senior staffs in NMPC. And the rest of us were coppers, you know. And she was the youngest senior staff. She went to school very early. Feeling a fantastic grade. Working in the bank for one. So she was just about two, three years older than all of us. But she expected us to be watching her now. You will greet her, she would answer. Even this other senior staff didn't like her. You know, the way it can be in some part of the country. A young girl. 
very brilliant, not married, single, very young girl, but at the managerial level in that sense. And then she, she didn't hide it, she used to carry it on her head. Compass will say anymore, he say good morning, but for not putting my, she would just do. <laughs> One day I said good morning. She just passed by me, I said she didn't hear. I just said to myself, I managed to greet yourself. <laughs> but of course I didn't say it loud. I was just like, what's, what's the story? So she was saying that, you know, one day I just sat down. She just came to the office. So all the company was talking about her. She will pass, company will start talking. But I would not do that. Your boss is your boss. She will pass and say, all of you coppers, you, you guys are, you guys are using hard words. You are not here to play. You're responsible guys. Go and do something. And they will see that. Say, I used to, so, she just came in with that day and said, you. Looked at me. She was talking to me. She said, you. I greeted her in the morning. She didn't answer. Then she came around the level. She said, you. Can you drive? I said, yes. And she walked away. No good morning. No nothing. She just left. Then she came by about 30 minutes later and dropped a key on my table. That come and take me to bank. Honestly speaking. Those words were. I wanted to say that. Sorry. Are you, are you alright? <laughs> Am I your driver? or? <laughs> But I just said, no problem. We drove. We let NNPC compound. And if you know Cardinal, the refinery is quite far from town. She didn't say a word. She was at two phones, talking with different people inside the car I was driving. We go to Zenit Bank. That was where she was for one year before she joined NNPC. She came down, went inside to be playing with all the eyes inside the car for about two hours, 30 minutes. And when she was through, she came out. And she entered the car, we can go. <laughs> you know, sometimes when God will bless you, first of all. <laughs> so when we, we started going again, back the long roads, so when we're getting close to the office, he just said that, you've not said anything since. I said, you didn't talk to me now, so <laughs> I wasn't going to be talking. She just said, you appear to be so gentle. And the way I called you, you responded, you didn't protest. And uh, she said, are you like this or you are pretending? <laughs> I wanted to say that I am not yet. <laughs> but I, I just I said, you know. So anyway, we got to the office. She didn't say anything. Just left. So the following morning, she just came. Said, hey, I learned that they've not paid you guys for a while. So she packed money from her bag. The same money she collected the day before. I said, take. And I said, I don't want. Even though inside me, I was just, just ego. I mean, I was. I was like, Lord Jesus, this money must not pass me by. You know. <laughs> and uh, she just said that whether you want it or you don't want it, anyway, this is it. She just threw it on the table that he said, if you like, let someone else take it. And she walked away. Of course, before she went far. <laughs> she said, the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. <laughs> so about uh, two days after some compass came to I was in the admin office. Some compass came to the admin office, we were about twenty three compass. Others came and said that ah, so now you see we are suffering, they've not paid us. <laughs> I said, redefine that one we <laughs> Why seek you the living among the dead? <laughs> that you are suffering. <laughs> well, I am <laughs> well, I said, you know, you know they've not paid us so but what I want to get to, this is how the spirit works. So I said, all of you have been complaining that they've not paid you. Can we have a meeting? And I, so I called all the couples together at the boardroom of NNPC and I, I, I stood up and I said, okay, I'll coordinate the meeting. I'm going to meet the HR manager now. She's my boss, she's tough, she was the toughest woman that time in the old NNPC. I said, I'm going to tell her, that, madam, this is the third month, going to fourth month. How much is copper salary that they've known? All of us are, str- none of us from Cardinal, we are strangers here. 
We've not been paid. And all of you, you seem not to. I know that uh, NBC was on strike. You were paying. You know, there is wickedness in this nation. The salary of the 23 of us was not up to the allowance of the accountant general of that place. And they were going to Abuja to collect their own salary every month. And for four months, they bypassed us and did as if they didn't know. So when I, so I went to meet the so I told everybody, I said, so guys, so we all assemble at the board. I said, okay, I'm going to meet the woman now. I'll tell her that couples are having a meeting at the boardroom. She'll come and address us why we haven't been paid. And I said, you know, that's the most difficult part of the job, to go and meet her, to now walk her all the way to this place. I said, but I will do that. So we picked three guys to raise the point. They said they would give us accommodation. They didn't give us, they would give us. So all the guys said, okay, no problem. So everything was set. <laughs> So when I got to the woman, so I said, excuse me, ma'am, we are... When I mentioned that couples were meeting at the board, she just snapped. Who told us to be meeting? I just said, but ma, in every organization, couples have right to form their own. So she, 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 she started laughing. She said, okay, he said, I know where you are going. They have not been paid for some months. I said, yes, ma. So she followed me. As we were going at the corridor, she was gisting with me. She was so free. But you know, she actually read abroad a lawyer, well-trained. Once we opened the door, and she just sat down and said, hey, so what's the problem? So I did the introduction, and the three guys we picked. When I finished talking, I said, "So can we have the point?" They were looking at me like this, <laughs> as if I was speaking Greek. I had to say it again. I said, "But guys, we spoke some 15 minutes ago," and they were looking at me. So I took all the three points myself, and I said, "So and she just that that time she started laughing again. She saw what they did to me. Then she held me aside. I said, you know what? Okay, that uh, I'm going to meet the uh, 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 account account general now." I will find out why they have not paid. The session will get back to me by 1 o'clock. I will tell you the reason, and then you will get back to the rest of the people. So when she left, I was looking at my people like this. <laughs> Everybody was nursing a secret ambition or being retained in an NPC. The love of money, is the, they were nursing their ambition. That, so they felt that if you should be the outspoken one, they might not retain you again. Little did they know that that branch cannot deny power to retain anybody. That it must be a central stuff. But that was what they were noticing that they didn't want to be in anybody's bad book, so they all kept quiet. So, well, I'm, I, I wasn't interested in forming any political stuff, but I solved the problem. So we went to meet the, the she, she went truly, and the man said, so they paid us half of the four months. Half. And then, after a while, they stopped paying us again. And my lady, they stopped giving me money. So later, the coppers came the second time and said, I should come and organize another meeting. So he said, this time and I will talk. I looked at them and said, first time you are a victim. Second time you are a volunteer. I'm not calling for any meeting. Again. I have to know you are the one suffering. I am not suffering. You understand? Hallelujah. This ability to organize, to lead, for the best to come out, is in every Christian. And we must let it come out. That's what I'm saying today. And we are going to look at several examples in the Bible as the days are passing, but not today. So I've just laid the foundation. Go home and know that there is something in you. Think beyond making money. Think of solving problems. Think of touching lives. Hallelujah. You know, Bola Lostipita has read law. She told us long time ago in Covenant. That when she saw a bullet store, that she would write a script on it and put up a. And it's one of the best films. New York Film Academy gave them an award for the movie. The reward will always be more than money. Now she has all the money from that film, but beyond money, international recognition. 
And this is very important. Let's read this thing. I will close. When the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove it with hard questions. Verse 2. And she came to Jerusalem with very great train, with camels and all those things, you know. Verse 3. Solomon told her all her questions. There was nothing that was difficult for Solomon to answer. Verse 4. When the Queen of Sheba had seen all of Solomon's wisdom and the house that he had built, the meat of his table, the sitting of his servants, the attendance of his ministers, their apparel, his cup bearers, his ascent by which they went to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. She was a very wealthy woman. Solomon mesmerized her. She got to Solomon's house. She looked at the house. She saw servants. They were not just walking like this. She saw that there was a pattern to which every servant was walking. And when they were going to the house of God, she noticed that nobody was entering church anyhow. The way they were entering. Huh? The Bible said, that was no spirit in her means that she fainted. She had never in her life seen that level of excellence before. God appeared to Solomon one night, and as a result of a spiritual vision, physical excellence was birthed. Queen of Sheba didn't know God, but she started praising God at the end of the day. She saw something, she saw organization. Oh, whatever a Christian is doing, that is why if you are a believer, you have to be an excellent man and an excellent woman. How is your room like at home? What does your dressing communicate? When people see you, it is the way you dress that you'll be addressed most times, truly. And your dressing communicates something. How many people don't know? That's why people wear some funny things. They don't understand. That you are either rated as a, a person of dignity and great honor, or you are brought down without even having the second chance of letting people know who you are by your first appearance and the impression you create. I think I've answered a lady like that before. That it's not about I said whether what you are wearing. I said the question is not whether it's sinful or not what you are wearing. I said that's on one side. I said but on the other side, have you seen a CNN newscaster dressed the way you are dressed, or a female presidential candidate of any nation? Choose who you want to be like. And she got the message. I don't understand that this word is well written and it's based on how you appear. You can have the smallest shop on toy. How organized is that shop? We are not trying to do these things. They are inside us. If you allow it to rise, that is how your life will be. We are excellent people. Jesus said it's in us. Paul said the sound spirit is in you. Then that means it is true. It's in you. In everything, all you guys who are not married here, be a let let the way you talk to opposite sex, let it be with dignity. And even if a woman will not marry you, let her not forget. See, make her a queen when she's around you. Even if all you do just see for one night, you are in the same place, only see in class once in a while. But at any time you have a conversation, honestly, you can do these things because it's in you. That's why we don't use unhanded, unhanded method and some corners. And, so that's why me as a person, I cannot imagine having things that I don't want my wife to know about. When, you're, when you are thinking light and you are thinking being an excellent person, this is the way you think. In Christ Jesus, all mistakes are forgiven. People can be forgiven. People can walk from this and 
None of us is perfect yet. But begin to journey towards living in everything you do. Amen. Because you have something. You know that Obama, it's, uh, J, uh, was, uh, is it Jesse Jackson or what's the name of that, that politician? Uh, uh, what's the name? The black. Uh, Jesse Jackson. Yeah. That should have been the first black president. When the campaign was getting high, they found out that he had a child somewhere that he had hid from everybody for years. I saw they were swearing in Obama. He stood at the back and supported Obama. He was crying. He was crying for joy for Obama. Also, he was crying that it could have been him some few years before then. Because he had no match. The white guy brought out that. They found the child that he had kept for over 15 years without anybody knowing. And they brought out that. Because America is such a country. If you have secrets, you can't rule them. Some can kill, they can bypass one or two. But if it's too, if it's too strong, they will bring it out. Because it will be a very good point for your opponents. Are you, are you hearing me? Are you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. When God sees you, He sees strength in you. And if you are a guy here, and maybe you made mistakes, you have girlfriend, you've done... My message is never to condemn. God's message does not condemn anybody. Even where you are, Jesus loves you, is proud of you. But what He's saying is that there is a higher life that you need to follow. That's what the Lord is saying. Because all of us are coming from different backgrounds, actually. I could have been helped because I got born again from GSS 3. Some of you have been exposed to different things. I understand. Your journey is different. But are you making progress in walking towards the calling that is ahead of you? That's the most important thing. Is somebody hearing me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anything you do, think the word. The time has come for the sons of the kingdom to get out there and outdo every other person. Because we have that grace at work in us. For everybody who has left the king of kings, there is a limit to where they can go. If you are still connected to the master, you, you are the only one that can still align perfectly with his plan. Even though when it comes to inventions, God does not discriminate. A diligent person will always give back to something new. Whether it's a Christian or it's not a Christian. But the time has come that believers begin to rise to begin to take their place in this world. Let them start taking this place. I will not complain again too much about the fact that Hollywood is acting this, Hollywood is acting this. The question I should be asking is that there are good actors sitting down here. What are we doing about it? And if the major problem is capital, can some of us put together money and see these guys on The thing we are watching on TV, we know we are the ones controlling it. Yet the whole site is watching it. Yes. I was very glad when they got to the point where they were discussing in, in where the leadership meeting where I went for, people like Kobe and the rest of them, some of the pastors that were there are beginning to agree that maybe churches will need to drop money to help some people push them into honestly speaking. And they, they all emphasize the fact that they must people with experience and who are competent and who are Christian. Maybe we should start thinking this way. Because this world will not change until we change it. Are you following me? We must be, big churches must, big churches like us, <laughs> must begin to think of TV houses. I know that, see, the moment you turn it to, you start a, a TV kidney and then you call it Joseph something, or the anointing, and the anointing. <laughs> you miss the whole point. You understand? Be the best in running credible news. 
But some people are controlling the news. You understand what I'm saying? The news are real. But there is a direction you are going. This is what is needed right now. We need that. Pressure groups should be formed by churches. Those who have the number. Some people do meetings, some people gather in millions. If you have 100,000 people doing a protest under the banner of pressure group, international news will carry it. We have to start thinking like this. And you have to separate whatever you are doing from the church. We have to. I've told you before, we will build something better than shop rights. And there, it will be one over ten of the price of shop rights. So when all of us want to give to the poor, what we do is that we buy things and put it in that shop. We give coupons to the poor, they go and buy there. I said a church in America has done it before, and then they go. So it doesn't even look like we are packing clothes and giving people. So nobody is feeling bad for being less privileged. You understand what I'm saying? When you say we are giving full stop, we've done it many times. We have some full stop in the store there. Now some people will not come and collect they are, and we understand. Or say if you give somebody like a rich child from the church that go to our shopping shopping mall and pick anything you like that is less than fifty thousand or less than hundred thousand, and then they can shop for their children that way. That's what we are looking at. We have to start thinking this way. When you do that and you make food available to these masses under the bridge and the rest, you'll be the one. That, you will start threatening political. Campaigns because they know what you are trying to do, and then God is on your side, going to protect you. So, gradually, people start looking up to you to tell them who they should vote for, where they should go, and you start telling them to vote for those who will help them build schools so that their life will move forward. This is why don't blame any child, don't blame anybody. Just ask that what am I doing? It's the language of champions. What am I doing about this thing? I'm not going to complain. What am I doing about the most popular TV station in Nigeria? Somebody started it. Why can't we have one better? So, that's the point. After there was that William Union Bank and all those uh, older banks. Now we have new banks and everybody's going there. Progress will never come to an end until Jesus comes. So we should always think about the next level where if you are here, you are broke, you feel like you are like, I am giving you something more than money. If you start thinking this way, wealth will come. Mahatma Gandhi wasn't thinking about money when he was doing, but at a point in his life, I was told of this, is it Mezis or so, that I used to give the latest of the account to Nelson Mandela every night. When you live on purpose, money will never be a problem. Some of these people fought for a cause. When they got what they wanted, money was falling. Mangani would sit down with his white stuff, not eating food. But when his name got to where he should get to, the same thing, Martin Luther. Once you fight for a cause and you establish yourself, money will be the least of your problem. And that's the truth. That's the truth. Is that okay? Amen. Let's rise. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshomakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.